man, tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh well, we try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 154, we end the Bill. Dan, you ain't know who it is. It's the host with the most B Breezy, aka Poppy Sazon. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You already know what it is. Please download the a live podcast app on iOS or Android, and please follow us on all social media at this well. If any brand new deals, business opportunity, please email us at thismindnotgowell at gmail.com. All right, brother, a lot of week, a lot of episode. How you feeling this week? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. We just had a dope little pre-production impromptu combo that... If- it was on the episode y'all been like y'all niggas is mad deep but we not doing that today <laughs> but um definitely definitely just you know in a good space got some charm to recharge a little bit last week just enough not 100 percent, but I'm, I'm operating like a smooth 60 60 gets you through the day sometimes mm-hmm. um and yeah i think just being reflective and being purposeful in, in actions and understanding situations i think has been something that's been really on my mind and i think as we go into this next what are we about to what's this? So we almost done with the first quarter of twenty twenty four already. That's crazy. Yep. We, so it's like just all right, time is flying. What are you doing to make yourself better and those the situation for those around you better? And you know, adding levity and light to the spaces that you're in because it's easy to just be a fixture in a situation, just to be there, right? But how are you really making places better? And you know, if you feel like you can do more, where does that lie? While also being true to how you feel about yourself and, you know, making sure you're right, you're good too. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Trying to do do a little bit more, be a little bit better, but also do what's best for myself in the same time. Because, you know, if I ain't good, I'm going to be good for other people. That's a Fendi. Oh, bro, speaking of that, you just spoke on a, on a theme that, shout out to Dr. Asia Jones was talking with, was one of the lessons that she wants me to learn is having grace with myself. I think sometimes we are worse critics and we're like super harder on ourselves than we are on other things. And, and just like what you said, just reflection on yourself, like, like just for just us personally, like, yo, we are a rare statistically wise, just me and you alone are kind of like, we're degreed. <laughs> we're young. We don't have no, like, we really, like, really on our shit. And sometimes we just got to give out ourselves some grace. We can't, like, it's okay to be our harshest critic, but it's also to be our, be a, a, a champion for yourself as well. And I think that's the thing that I'm trying to adapt a bit more. So, you know, Dr. I'm going to start speaking it to existence. So that's one of the themes that I'm trying to adapt a bit more as I go on 2024 is 
self-grace. I feel you, dog. Before we even move forward, we haven't heard from this brother in a minute, but I do want to shout out the boy, the homie X, man. Every time I hear that theme song, like people come on and they vibe to the theme song. Like that was a great gift from him and the boy Jamie Talk. So shout out to the bros, man. I hope you out there, you doing good things. I know the basketball team, you had that joint popping all winter, even so. Definitely shout out to the boy X man. Failure to report where y'all at. We we as we ain't do our, our our yearly episode. What's up? So we trying you to report. Feel me? We not failing to report. So this is the the APB. Shout out to the boy X to the boy Jamie. It's been a minute. Shout out to the bros, Rakibu Wayne. Shout out to you know uh, Southside Southside Jedi. Shout out to ah uh, man, Mister Ellis. You know Marsh, my man. Yo yo Marsh. The group chat. Yo, we about to have a group chat episode. So it, it might it might get us canceled, but. The group chat episode yeah. is coming. Shout out to the homies, man. I won't, be, I won't be here for that because niggas going to destroy my fantasy team. <laughs> hey, you made the playoffs. That's all that matter. <laughs> Nigga, no. But I don't like this. This I, I feel like I'm in, I'm in the Eastern Conference 10 years ago. You know, remember them shits was trash? Remember when the Knicks made it to the playoff with a losing record? It's all right. I beat you <laughs> twice. That's all that matters. Oh, nah. Okay, that's not bad. What I hated was I lost by four points to Wakibo last week. That shit hurt my soul because I was whipping his ass for two weeks. Talk to, talk, he gonna be here soon. Talk to the boy. Uh, no, no more. As soon as you bring them, that's gonna be your episode. <laughs> I'm taking that day off. One time, no. Shout out to the homie. Shout out to the homegirls that have been sliding on the pod. If you've been listening, if you came through and lent your voice to it, if you, if you know, you shared it with the homies, like everybody, shout out praise, shout out my baby girl sauce, shout out like everybody that came money, money, V, came money, K Moolah, man. If we missing people, I apologize. But anybody, M, M should make good appearance say, again. I'm working with her. That's a fact. Oh, Sonata, bro. Like, yo, where the homie yeah. got the homie jail here? Like, yo, anybody that has listened to any of these 154 episodes, anybody that has come on to one of these episodes, like, anything that, any kind of support, reposted, liked, followed pages, like, we just genuinely appreciate, even if you said you was going to come on, you ain't make it yet. Like, we we genuinely appreciate just the looks y'all giving us. Shout out to a live podcast, which is giving us a, another platform to, you know, share. Yeah. Share our Happy thoughts. to two years, two years anniversary. Shout out to a live. Big facts. Big facts. Shout out to them. So, yeah, man, 154, we ain't going nowhere. So, appreciate everybody. And let's hope the run continues. Let's jump into this. Facts. 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 All right. That was a good start, but we're going to have to start off with a little sad news. We want to send our condolences to Flint City Council member Eric Mays. R.I.P. to him. A good man. I was seen. I didn't really know too much about him. I'll, I'll be the first one to be transparent about that. But as you know, I start seeing more things on social media about him and how he stood up and sort of the action and the passion he had when he was in court fighting for rights and fighting for the people. He looked like a very great man, a great leader. So I just want to personally send condolences to his family and to the whole Flint city. Absolutely, absolutely. R.I.P. to Mr. Mays. And again, it doesn't take much to use your voice to try to bring light to a situation and try to make something better than you found it. So shout out to him for that, for his hard work and dedication to as a public servant. All right, facts, facts. And also, uh, this is Tito and Sad News, but also just finally closure. Um, two men were found guilty in the murder of Run DMC, Jam Master J. Finally, for something that's been more than 21 years, could finally get a closure for the family in that situation. Uh, I still remember the day when I found out that happened, and it was such a sad 
time in New York City because J.M.S.J. not only meant a lot for Queens, New York, just New York, but hip-hop overall, sending condolences. Absolutely, and it makes it crazy because one of the assailants was his godson, which is so fucking wild. So definitely sending, hopefully this brings a little bit more peace to the family. Uh, yes, R.I.P. J.M.S.J. once again. All right, now to your boy Donnie over here. <laughs> Trump to Don. Yo, he's saying that his indictment and boost his appeals to black voters. It's like it's like when the first day out record from your favorite artist. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? Why well, get one Rico when you can get two? Why should I, as ignorant as it sounds, high key, high key, he he low key might be on to something. Just in the sense of the conversation is going to spark amongst you know. The barber shops and the hoods, like yo, that nigga Donnie got hit with what? He still got off, and y'all gonna let him run? Oh, this country's fucked. You feel me? I think that it's one of those things where you really just look at it, like yo, all my life we was told to do good and not make bad decisions, and this man Girl. done stole, he done touched some coochie, he done you know committed a crime, he done Fuck had porn star. Yo, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but you know. <laughs> He's he's formed had a mob attacked the the capital like he's done ninety one felony charges. Yo, we have seen this in real time. It's not even like we just hear about this hearsay. Like this is some dark web conspiracy Reddit type shit. This is things that we've literally sat and watched happen in real time, and it's just like yo, he gets off every single time. It's crazy, and it's like again, it's barbershop talk. And it, as the biggest thing, I'm not even trying to sound ignorant. What has Biden done? For the American people. And I think that this is probably, I don't know if, again, because, you know, we we the hopeless boys. We got to drop the hopeless hoodies before the, the springtime come. But we the mm-hmm. hopeless boys. Has life ever felt more hopeless than it has in the last two to three years? Bro. I don't remember. I, I remember the saying of, you know, the the, the lesser evil, lesser of two evils. Shit don't even feel like that anymore, bro. No, it was. <laughs> It was just the evil that knew how to talk. He said he's a pimp. Yeah. Joe Biden is a pimp. <laughs> and Trump Trump was the con man. It's like, yo, I'm going to tell you what I am, but I'm doing what I can. And I think that, I'm like, if you ask me, I don't know who I'm voting for, but it's also one of those situations like, damn if I do for either party, in one space, I'm living the same way I'm living now. Taxes continue to rise. Apparently, everybody's getting support but the American people. And another case is like, all right, Things happen financially, but at the same point, it's like socially, we, we regress. You know, it's almost like people want Jim Crow back or, excuse me, or, you know, the idea of just being less as because of the color of your skin or where you've come from. And, you know, if that idea, ideology permeates from a lot of those supporters. So it's like, what the fuck do you do? But in the sense of him saying, yo, his appeal has been boosted with black voters, he ain't had to go to the breakfast club. He ain't had to go pander. He don't got. He had to have hot sauce in the bag. I'm also he don't got to get Puff Daddy to come talk to. Him. Oh shit! <laughs> he ain't had to get Puff Daddy to you know pull up in the video. It legitimately has been like yo, we we followed everything you did since you lost. When's the last time that's happened for a person that's lost a presidential election? I don't. Bro, they saying that he might win this whole show overall because I was talking to one of my colleagues and she's very in-depth in politics. She, they saying that just because people are, they expected that a lot of people are not voting, but you already know his boys are voting. Mm-hmm. The people that voted for Biden and, and before just are not voting that he might just end up winning just because of that. 
And that shit is just crazy to me because if we really had a president who had over 91 felony charges against him, be the leader of the free world. We, nigga, I'm, I'm PPP loans. I'm on this shit. <laughs> I'm on everything. Yo, that one. I was just talking to Southside the other day and I was like, again, the way we brought up, I'm like, I ain't touch a drug, touch a brick, saying, think about a corner. I'm like, if anything, 50 Cent then told us the way. He like, yo, Ghost and them had to figure it out. You go get your bread, you know, hustle a little bit. Do you might have to do a couple little crimes here and there. And then, mm-hmm. yo, you out of here by 45. Cool. Great run. Great run, Chief. <laughs> I'm with that. Because, boy, because he about to beat Nikki Haley in her own state. Like, she not been winning her own state, Nikki, bro. Nikki Haley fucked up because she, she could have ran on the platform as, like, the minority Republican, like, the, the perfect minority mm-hmm. Republican. But the fact that she kind of, like, hides that part of her persona and it's, like, mitigates and panders to the, to the, to the, um, the right, it's kind of like, fuck. Like, you had it. Like, it, they couldn't draw up a better, like, counterpoint. Like, we have, unless she go, she's going to run as vice president because, you know, he ain't picking that, Pence back up. That's, that's, that's the potential move for what I'm hearing. I mean, I see that as being something that they could use to leverage, and then they'll Kamala Harris between her. She ain't do nothing either, bro. Then, she ain't do nothing but take a couple steps and we did it. Joe. Joe Biden didn't want her to do nothing. Joe yeah. Biden told her like, "Yo, go look pretty for me," and I handle all this funny. shit. Joe Biden wasn't really trying to jack her to do anything funny. for real. It's not gonna be funny. I apologize. This might not go well. I, <laughs> you ever think <laughs> Joe Biden forget that he ever brought her on? Like, who's this nigga bitch in my cabinet? <laughs> oh yeah, all right. oh, Don Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? Oh, no. 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 Don't, don't think so. Why are you running away? I saw I preface it by saying this, this might not go. <laughs> not nigga, bitch. That was just the part that got me. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't think like, yo, why is Condoleezza Rice still at my meetings? You don't think he asked that question? <laughs> <laughs> What? Why? Why are you running? I'm asking. You don't think so? That man can't walk in the street line. You think he don't be forgetting sometimes? Like, yo, son, is that Donna Summers? Why is Donna Summers over here giving my question? <laughs> nah, she she now, nah, but now probably probably the first two years. Nah. Now that she's out and about, she's at the Super Bowl doing all her stuff. Like, I right, work, Negro work. <laughs> like now he remembers her. He's like, did I buy you? <laughs> I must have bought. You. All right, Don Lemon and CNN have reportedly reached an agreement since his outing last year. And this is reporting, CNN has to pay Don Lemon approximately $24.5 million. What a great way to end Black History Month, Slick. <laughs> That's a Fendi. I ain't going to play. Just make sure we get paid. I, I, I'll take it. Like, What do you get fired for again? Uh, apparently he got fired for Nikki Haley. Uh, Nikki Haley, actually, I think he made some comments about her last year, which had needed. And you very know he had a, he had a a, a a deal already with CNN, and so they just paid the residual for that, which was funny for him too because he wrote on his IG like, "Why everybody text me Hey Big Head? <laughs> you about to get a lot of that shit. <laughs> Fuck around, you might get a Hey Big Head for me, nigga. We <laughs> get some bread. I knew something was wrong with you from the, as soon as Drake dropped that dick pic. I knew something was wrong. Oh was come crazy. on, gang. That's crazy. You looked that. at Freddie Gibbs' ass. <laughs> it was there. It was spread. I was confused. I was like, why is this on my timeline? <laughs> 
But I mean, shout out to Don Lemon, though. You feel me? I ain't gonna lie. I, we, we, we haven't really heard too much about him. I missed him at New Year's getting drunk, <laughs> acting a damn fool. So hopefully he could turn, he could make his own shit this, this year when he get his bread. That's a fact. That's Facts. A fact. All right. Now, you could talk about your man Diddy or, you know, Mr. 16 Roaches on his face or Mr. Booty Warrior, Mr. He's fucking a lot of niggas in the asshole. Wow. You just break it down. <laughs> All right, y'all. So apparently this past week, Diddy was sued by a, f- a f- former producer who accused him of not only withholding uh, money from him for his work on collaborations on albums, but he also brought forth evidence of him being sexually assaulted by Diddy and put in some very pervasive situations. So essentially in the lawsuit, allegedly Diddy has done things like force him to watch, you know, other Artists engaged in sexual activity. His name is Rodney Little Ron Jones. Little Ron Jones, right? It's a little suspect. Anyways, um, yeah, there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened, and then, like again, forced to watch videos. Apparently, he was fellatio was forced upon him by several people, including Young Miami's cousin. Um, you know, he said he nah, was, stop, wait, wait, stop, real quick. What's with niggas still in head? <laughs> we had Dwight Howard still in guac guac, and nigga, he got. He, I don't know. What's with this, my nigga? What's niggas still in head? Like you a, said a joke earlier, which was hilarious. You said niggas really had the bargain. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> just taking shit. You had to really. Poly- What's going on? You really used to have to politic to get your dick sucked, but nowadays it's just like, oh, all right, yeah. What do you wait? I, wait, relax. <laughs> Sorry, I was insensitive. This is why it's called this moment. I go well, but um, yeah, like he said, he was he is, he alleged that uh he's been seeing Diddy interact with sex workers, underage women. He's had other artists around him. He alleged that Diddy has confirmed he's had sexual relationships with artists whose names weren't listed. So I don't want to specifically say that this is a fact, but it, there were signs in the the thing that pointed to people. Can I, can I say it? It was described as a Philly rapper who dated Nicki Minaj as one person. You can assume who that was. <laughs> I don't. Hey, don't DJ academics me, man. Please. There was, a, there was also a posting that said that it was another artist who had a six who had performed at the Super Bowl and had a successful Las Vegas residency. So, do with that what you will. But he ain't Haitian no more, so they could take him. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was getting dark, and it also led to one particular artist, Philadelphia's Meek Mill, and academics going back and forth on Twitter. Meek done threatened to body this man. Meek is calling him out for, you know, just his lack of impact on the culture. Academics like, yo, bro, it's a whole lawsuit. You guys can fill up dots in on that one. But I don't know, bro. It's wild. We always talk They said uh, an adult film star came forward saying that the image in question actually shows him, not Stevie J. Mm. Ah, so the plot thickens. What the? What is going <sighs> Ah, it's it's like again. Nah, this shit crazy, bro. When shit, goes I out, I know he's upset that he didn't pay that thirty million dollars to Cassie. He did. Pay he should have paid that shit. No, no, no. no. He should have paid that as soon as she came out. Oh yeah, yeah. He, but I think that the floodgates open because again, if you're gonna pay that to her, imagine what else people have, right? And then even if it's hearsay, we've already established on this pod, and I think in society in general that once the floodgates are open, there is no closing though. Public perception is, oh, you a booty bandit, and you a violent booty bandit. Sorry, that violent booty bandit. <laughs> Sorry, you, you call him Sling Johnson. I, I won't. We could do this the easy way, or we could do this the hard way. Take that, take that, take that, take that, take that. <laughs> now nah, I knew, I knew he did that shit when he called himself Brother Love. 
ain't no nigga calling his brother love out here not doing shit like this. Bro. You know what's funny? But, Hold on. You know what's ahead, funny? Man. I was thinking about the act bad song in the video, right? And in the video, it's he's having him in Young Miami. He's having mad fun. He got the little camera up. And he's recording her do whatever. He's walking around naked while the camera's happening in and out the scene. I feel, this is just an inference I'm making just based on all this information. I feel like he knew this was coming. I feel like he, and, and not saying that he's like innocent until proven guilty, right? But somebody came to him months ago and was like, yo, they about to come for you. And he thought it was a joke. That's why he made the video. That's why he put out the brother love moniker. Gave people back their shit. It makes sense if you really look at it full circle. Mm. Right? And it's just like, oh, damn. They really did. They didn't give a fuck. Like, they, they bypassed all the back channels and tore his ass up. Because, again, you watch the Act Bad video, the shit that they accusing him of, he's doing in the Act Bad video. That nigga walking around in a G-string and a fur or a robe or some shit with some Tim's on. Jumping in and out the video, as the shit. Nasty out. fit. Nasty yeah. fit. It's he's drinking wa- tips. No. <laughs> People about to go watch that shit. Like, oh shit, he's right. I was oh, like, don't chill out. <laughs> but nah, I'm dead serious. Like, if you really think about it, it, it seems like, yo, he was he knew what was coming. Like, he understood, like, this was not something that just came out of love. To get a lawsuit served and to have it, like, go public like that, like, it's not a, a one, two, three process. So, I don't know, bro. And then Meek. Meek. But Meek, but one thing I don't like about what Meek is doing, he's putting his um album or whatever music that he got releasing, he's attaching it to all his tweets, too. Even to the tweets with um with academics. He's on Twitter going crazy and saying that they're diminishing him because he's an independent artist who is releasing on Friday or today when you listen to this episode. And that's why they put him in the lawsuit. Meek Mill can't be accused of this. <laughs> but then it does look crazy because Meek Mill has been chummy chummy with politicians, billionaires. He's been at these parties chummy chummy with a lot of folks. I don't believe it, but don't look good on that end. Nice. But my whole opinion on the whole situation is like we like I said, pre-production. I feel like niggas was all willing participants. <laughs> This is what shit goes on in the dark side of Hollywood. We heard Cat Williams talk about shit like this. We have heard freak parties when, like you said before, like when when you're in a position of power and you feel like you just could do whatever the fuck you want, you start doing some random and crazy shit that you probably wouldn't if you had other needs. Like, look at us. We we had the need to pay for bills and all that. We didn't have none of that. Niggas might be niggas be in freaking parties and shit like that. Relax. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> you feel me? Like, let me get my shit off if I had to pay this this rent. You feel me? <laughs> Yo, That's high, key, high key though Maslow's hierarchy of needs If you really got to the point Where your basic level of needs is met, Sorry I nerded out real quick my fault y'all. But if you uh, Science says if you have your base levels of needs met You get to the top That's self actualization And if sometimes that's some shit that you went to Hey you might You in that space Regular people not in that space But if you in the Holly weirds You can be there too so wait, young Miami, for all her shit that she be talking about that she want from her nigga, a couple million dollars make her shut up and watch a nigga get his dick sucked and all that other shit? Yeah, nigga. hundred million dollars tax free. Oh we what that money make a bitch do. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh wow, in my young nudie voice. Oh Lord. Yeah, cause like- we go 
Go ahead. I just say about the Maslow shit. So it's your physiological needs like food and water, safety and security. So that's employment, property, family, love and belonging, friendship, family, intimacy, self-esteem, confidence, achievement, respect for others, and self-actualization, morality, creativity, spontaneity, acceptance, purpose. Like rich people a lot of times are able to exist in the top part top part of that. You can do what you want type shit. Is it always right? Nah. But it's true to you. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm just not I don't really believe in the case and the fact that, you know, anything bad happened. I just feel like niggas was willing to participate, but niggas know that shit hit the nose, shit gonna look bad for business. That's but I don't really think any foul play was involved. Oh, that's me. my personal oh, opinion. Me. Niggas always cop a plea when they like, oh, my man's got caught? But not me, bro. I wasn't even, I seen the nigga, but I was like, yo, you sure you wanna do this? <laughs> yo. But uh, we talked about this last episode, the Omar the Lay situation, man, which... I feel like it was a Go skit. check out the snippet we posted on YouTube. Uh, I feel like that shit was a skit. You want to hear our opinion on it? I feel like it was a skit. I'm starting to feel more and more like it was a skit. No, no. It's, no, it's for real, for real. So, shout out to my, hate, my half-Haitian brother, Kasanet. So, he tried to reach out to Homegirl to get her to tell her story. You know what guess Homegirl tried to do? Try yeah. to charge my nigga. I mean, I to co on his platform. I respect that. No, because now look, he got he ended up getting the ex boyfriend. Now, not only he put the ex boyfriend on a twenty versus one, he shot him out on IG. His IG went from five hundred to seventy five thousand, and he said, "Yo, whatever difference you had between IG followers from start to finish, I paid." So he sent homie over twenty. Some, I mean, the, the reports are twenty, but it could be possibly more. And also, that boy got mad because he because one of his, one of the stuff that he said was he liked fashion and movies. He already had he already got a sponsorship, already put out a a, a commercial already. Shorty, shorty fucked up. You should have had went for the bag. You should have just went on the platform, plead your case, shorty, and not look at shorty. Shorty made a response video, and they've been dragging the shit out of her. First of all, she was more concerned about niggas getting her name right. <laughs> you, you, your, your name is Fat, Fata now. <laughs> your name is Fata. I don't care if your name is Jessina or whatever. <laughs> it's Fata. You're so concerned about that, that, the shame that you brought to your man. And it wasn't also dating for seven years. It was less than a year that they was dating. So that's why he was clearing up the rumors. So that's why I believe it's true. But that boy lucked the fuck out. <laughs> He he got twenty. He he did a twenty v one. He got himself a new, not a new drum because I I don't I don't think they're gonna last. But can I ask a question? When did these twenty v ones become a thing? I have no idea. I think this. I think Ryan with the sauce of YouTuber started this shit, and he just started getting like very popular artists and popular YouTube to participate. And I think we in this generation, everybody's trying to prove themselves and game validation like everybody want to make sure, especially the girls they want to make sure they're they know that they're the baddies and the guys want to know that they could pull chicks i don't know if i could do would you do a 20 imagine if you had a 20 v1 back in college you think you'd do it no you did auction yourself off what, what, <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> this is this is karma and in my defense, and in my defense, and in my defense, yes, I did. It was for charity. It was a whatever. Hey, if you said it for, you was trying to sling dick, nigga. Stop lying. 
fuck you. And secondly, it was for your fucking organization. Matter of fact, and you did it on more multiple cases. I did it once. Okay, I did it. I swear, I did it once. I don't remember if I did it. Yo, we got we. Yo, one of these days we're gonna do a throwback on Slick's modern career. He was over here running the walkway. Was, I definitely wasn't my drills on the, on the walkway in the middle of the campus. I was. I give you that. But, but, how the fuck did we get here? Why? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> Oh, what I do twenty one? Uh, what I do twenty one? Nah, do you know what it is? Even when you talk about the the shit back in the day, half the time I got asked to do them shits or the what's it called the uh, fashion shows or the auction. Like oh, and then niggas would be surprised at the reactions I got. I'll be surprised. That's why I I don't think I would do a twenty one because I'm like who pulling up for this stupid shit. <laughs> Facts, and then to be honest with you, that shit that shit be making both, especially the balloon shit too. That I ain't gonna lie to you. Niggas pop the balloons. If I pull up, bro, I'm shooting shit. I'm sorry, gang. <laughs> if I pull up to the scene and bitches start popping balloons, gang, wait right here. Let me get the trunk. I'm airing shit out. Boy, so but my, that shit, my heart can't take it. <laughs> my heart can't take it. But also with the the twenty, the, the, I like it because I like it when they have like artists there because you get to see, you know, like Fredo Bang had one, and you know Fredo Bang is one of my. I'm current favorite rappers right now. So it was nice seeing him in a different light and he made that shit entertaining. But I ain't gonna lie. The people that have them perform, some of the people who were not famous to that was just participating in it, they made people look bad. Like Shorty's was, like I just saw the Nardo Rick one. Like Shorty was calling Nardo Rick boring because he doesn't drink or smoke. I was like, yo, this generation is cooked. And then I saw a lot of one with Tiana Trump. Shout out to her though. <laughs> Nigga was asking how Sky's dick tastes like. I'm like, yo, gang, what's with y'all? <laughs> like, y'all niggas got no shame. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why. That's why I'd have been like, so what we doing after this? I don't care if you pick me right now, but we could just kick it. <laughs> you feel me? But I, I mean, it's it's entertainment, you know. Like, I feel like niggas don't watch TV like we mentioned before, but niggas just creating content, and this is just a content that is going crazy right now. Fair it's enough. It's just a trend. That's fair. Now, what you think about Joe Budden getting Candace Owen on his platform? What's your thoughts about that? Getting that Candace Owen interview? Uh, I think that's a great marketing. I think the Joe Budden podcast, after Rory and Maul left, they had to kind of rebrand a little bit. He brought a new host. You know, he brought in kind of like a new set. And, you know, for better or worse, they every week when some, they say something wild, it's like it's interesting. I think to for Joe Budden to use his media hat, it's political season, Candace Owen's Big, very big Republican uh, uh, um, voice, even though I don't know if she's qualified, but whatever may have you. Who's qualified to talk about anything now? How, how the fuck are we to talk about it, right? But Thanks. she putting her on your platform is going to bring eyes. And it's interesting because Joe Budden always got a wild take. And I think that her takes are going to be pretty interesting to hear with this level of Donald Trump versus this level of Joe Biden, right? So I think it's going to make for clickbait. It's going to make for interesting conversations. And I think one thing that I've seen with this whole podcast boom and everything from Joe Rogan to Club Shay Shay to whoever is that you can never count on an interview because you never know what gems is going to get dropped. So I'm excited to see what they say. It's like I don't see nothing wrong with it per se. Facts. Um, and I mean, I've been I've been watching her TikTok lately. Black people don't cancel me. Don't cancel me, black folks. We are 13% of the population. We can't cancel shit. <laughs> I don't agree with everything she said, but I kind of, I'm starting to see some of the shit that she'd be talking about. And I'm like, you know what? That's not too bad. So I'm interested in seeing the interview. You feel me? Shout out to him. 
All righty. Um, just real quick for Nicki Minaj. I don't want to do this, but this shit was just wild, bro. And I just had to ask for your opinion. So Nicki Minaj isn't going on tour. Shout out to her. She's one. I want to give her her flowers before I shit on her a little bit. Um, she's a one. She's the first um, female artist this year to hit a billion streams. So shout out to her. But Slick, have you attempted to see the tickets? I don't look at no concert tickets. Them shits be costing half a rent nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so as you know, her husband is a level three mm-hmm. sex offender, and it, it was during. It was just. If you look at the disclaimer <laughs> on on just buying a ticket, bro, that shit looks so crazy in itself, bro, that you have to have a disclaimer and have to have warnings just because he's in the building. And I'm just like, damn, shorty, you really could have picked a different nigga. <laughs> like, but we're going we gonna to go move up past that. Now, what's your thought about the backlash that Drake was facing for saying free toy lanes. Um, I saw the picture he posted. Um, I think that anytime you talk about somebody's divisive story, you're going to get backlash regardless of who you are. And I think for a lot of people, a lot of men specifically, I think a lot of men felt like we've even had moments we've been like, "Yo, what really fucking happened?" <laughs> right? Like, and I think when even regardless of what the court said, it's like, "Oh, you always oh, it was he had the gun. It's not that he shot this and the third. And it becomes very, very gray. But even everybody, either you're with him, with Tori, or you're with Meg. It's kind of like there's no in-between. You don't mm-hmm. get that. And I think for Drake to kind of, so after posting Meg a couple years back and, like, shouting her with love, he has, take, he has taken some subtle shots. <laughs> he has definitely, no pun intended, he has taken some shots at her, like, at his concerts, at, you know, even bars that was like double entendres, like on the, was like, yo, nigga, what happened? What's, why are you mad at her? What, what, what's going on? Right? So I think the backlash definitely will come because it's like, yo, bro, what, like, what, what is your beef? Like, what's happening? Like, because I think we're at the point where a lot of artists just won't say what the problem is. Like, how are you connected to this? Mm, I think that's, I that's the, that's the weirdest part about it. Like, I get Tori is your man's. I, I, I respect it. Like, I, I still enjoy Tori's music. I'm not going to lie to you. But if you shot at that girl, Bro, you got what you deserve. Now, again, do we again going back to my point? Is there still like, can you see some gray area on either side? Absolutely. So I was like, oh, I I get it. Why you? If I say that, why somebody could be mad at me for saying like, oh, I still listen to this music. I do. I'm I'm not going to front. But at the same point, if he did that shit, he got what he deserved. I agree. Um, and also Meg is a throw shot at him too. Try to come at his light bulb body. <laughs> so I think it's an underlying beef between both of them. And it's just it's just funny to me. I couldn't like I couldn't predict it. Cause remember when Nikki when Meg this time just came on, everybody loved her. Like she was the hottest thing ever. Everybody wanted to be next to her. And it's just now that everybody's just she got beef with a lot of motherfuckers. <laughs> niggas that we know about and niggas that we don't know about. And then I'm hearing like talks like she's not really a friendly person outside of the internet too. So it's like Damn, I, I hate it because I still fuck with her. I still support her. Shout out to Meg. But it's just funny how one minute they love you, the next minute they hate your ass. That's oh, man. Let's get to sports because we got a lot of stuff to talk about with sports. Before we start, um, this is March 1st when this episode released. So it's Women's History Month. So we have to start out with giving 
women, their flowers, especially the world's fastest woman, Shikori Richardson, for securing that $20 million bag. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. That's so she she was um signed this endorsement deal with Nike, which will last until the year 2028. But I am so happy for her, bro. Cause the oppressive like the resilience for her to fall down like the way she did, and for her to not take like not let that define her and continue to work on her craft and to achieve what she has achieved a lot of people would have returned back a lot of people took that fall and never stand up again but she did and she took it in stride and now she got the bag and she got the recognition that's what i'm talking about that's how you take a mistake that you made accept accountability and work hard put your head down and go to work and 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 it says it itself shout out to you shakar Big facts, big facts. 20, hey, Big Head. <laughs> you feel me? That's the name of the hey. episode. You can call the episode, Hey, Big Head. Look at you. <laughs> um, Cam Newton. Cam Newton was it. Yo, slick, bro. This shit been hitting the storms, bro. Cam Newton was in a brawl. Was getting jumped by, what, three or four niggas? <laughs> in Atlanta, Georgia, in his seven-on-seven tournament, bro. When you're going to learn these professional athletes are really not regular niggas, bro. <laughs> this nigga is 6'5", over 200 and something pounds, and you thought you and that little nigga was going <laughs> to... Nigga was throwing niggas like a rag doll, belt to ass. <laughs> like, it looked like when you be beating up your little nephews or your cousins, like, yo, stop playing. Stop. His hat ain't come off. He over here smiling and shit. I'm like, yo, he about to kill y'all. This nigga is a menace, but... Okay, so I want to joke a little bit, but I want to get into a serious topic because a lot of NFL podcasts, um, shout out to a lot of the, um, shout out to Club Shay Shay, um, Nightcap. Um, I also want to give a shout out to this um, other person when I figure it out. But Dave's, Dave was a little more upset for Cam, not at Cam, but for Cam, because what they said was correct. Cam don't need to be back in Georgia doing this tournament. Cam been doing this for years. Talking to bros, you you there's been clips of him doing this shit. Niggas do not have to do this. Not a lot of NFL players have to put on these tournaments or give these opportunities out for these kids. And y'all fighting him or disrespect y'all been disrespecting Cam Newton for a while now, but to fight him at his own spot, what if he and then you know what happened, Slick? Both of those teams got suspended. So both those two coaches, teams didn't play. So you got seven kids who's ready to play and show out that day, not able to play due to a coach's action. And grown men, babies, what's the beef? Like you said, like what's the beef? What did he possibly say or do that had you feeling this type of way? Bro. And you, that, you and want, actually, you're going to throw it away for your kids? I think that's the tar part, too, because it's like, like you said, he doesn't have to be back there. We always talk about athletes not going back home and, you know, not doing certain things because, you know, there's not a safe space. That could have been a really bad situation. Right and Cam Newton, like you said, doesn't get the flowers he deserves. He comes out told she says about the quarterbacks. It turns out to kind of be true. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. The shit he like 
you know, he's been, but he's been really, really building that platform with that seven on seven. Their TikTok page showing the kids come out and him talking and giving them real game, letting them come to his crib and see like, yo, this is what what it, what you work for. And it's like you see the stats about Cam Newton national championship without having too much support Heisman, Heisman fifteen and one record. Like you know, like the epitome of like what you want in a star. Didn't get in trouble in the league. He had a lot of babies, but you know that's different. And niggas like everybody <laughs> fucking. But you know. It's definitely one of those things where you're just like, yo, this could have been avoided. And now you made yourself look foolish. Now you're like a little, you got sunned by an NFL player. You look foolish. You hurt your team. Like, if I'm your players, I don't trust you anymore because you just ruined our opportunity over what? Again, come forward. What I'm happened? I'm the parents. I'm not trusting you no more. Bro. So, shout out to Cam Newton. That's one, that's one of my favorite football players of all time. Like, legit. Facts. I had the little, you know, remember my college, I had the little Carolina bomber jacket and all of that. Like, oh, yeah. So, shout out to my guy, Cam. And it, it's the Royal Room. Shout out to um, J- um, Jalen Collins and Bates and all them boys over there. Sweet. I see you. Shout out to them because they was one of the – they're a football podcast full of um, former NFL vets that was on the side for Cam too. But once again, everybody knew that was Cam because of that goddamn hat of his, bro. That shit did not fall. Or, that nigga was laughing and swinging them niggas around, bro. I'm like – and then them niggas – what pissed me off about them niggas? Them niggas went the next day trying to plead their case on the radio station. I still haven't heard an official word from Cam yet. So, y'all niggas got your ass whooped, belt to ass, and got on that radio station and tried to shame niggas, and they backfired on y'all niggas. <laughs> now, this clip, I, we don't have to play it, but La La – because there's a series that says, you know, the GOAT series where they say what's the goal of this certain topic. So, La La Anthony and Cayenne Anthony was there. Shout out to them. And, you know, they was going after who's the GOAT basketball player. Now, Cayenne should have said Carmelo Anthony first. I think his, I think Melody whip his ass a little bit. But he went and says, poor George is the GOAT. And I just was just – shocked because I'm like, yo, I've been hearing poor George is the GOAT from a lot of these young niggas. And I'm like, yo, what in the, when the fuck did PG even start entering this GOAT conversation over here? This nigga got no MVPs, no championships. Not a that. guy. Niggas, a pan, niggas say playoff P, nigga end up turning his name to Pandemic P. When the fuck this shit happens, Slick? <laughs> nah, bro. It's not a... How do I say this? It's not about the accolades. If that makes sense for this new generation, it's about the player. You know who his comp is, and you might be offended because we know who this player I'm gonna mention is. People look at Paul George in this era; these young kids, the same way we look at Tracy McGrady. McGrady oh. had every tool. Regular season, what did you, six nine? Play defense. You pick. You pick him up in two K. You win in every game. He could do everything that he, he was. In, he'd be a ninety-two. He doing everything the ninety-nines could do, right? Mm-hmm. Can run, can pass, can shoot, handle, dunk, everything. But he just don't got the individual success. And Paul George has way more individual success. He's been to three conference finals, been to a game seven in the conference finals. I Meaning he was what four quarters of basketball away from going to the NBA finals. He's been the guy. He's been a number two. He's had a great shoe, and his game is smooth. Again. You watch Paul George. High. Paul George is the prototypical basketball you probably want kids to watch. Just as off the strength of like, yo, he doesn't force it too much. He got you with a move. He got a cross. Everything you want in the basketball, he can do. He guards. For these kids, that's where it's at. You talk about Jordan. You talk about Kobe. A lot of niggas. My man P. 
T-Mac his favorite player. <laughs> He'll tell you. I don't understand it, though, because isn't that not... Now, I don't want to disrespect Paul George because I think he's an amazing um, player, but what does that say about this generation, this basketball generation? For Jawa bypass LeBron James' work ethic, Steph Curry's talent. Jawa bypass all these people for what a flashy, smooth type of stuff than actual success and everything like that. Because I know you said individual success, but I could I could mention that he hadn't had that much success. He got his ass whooped all the time in Indy by LeBron at the Eastern Conference. He wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> And now he's been in the Clippers, and they could barely even reach the finals. But I get that. I don't know. I get that. But you gotta just—it's the game. He has the second smoothest game in the NBA. And Who's the first? KD. KD is effortless. Oh yeah, effortless. Yeah, it looks that. like yeah. he's not trying. Like Kawhi is straight away. Braun is to the point where he's gonna have to run you over a little bit, and then catch. Like last night, had to catch a rhythm to get his jump shot going. Steph is, Steph is running around screens and everything. like It's jump shots, but as you live and die by it, who else is in the league? Luka, it's just, it don't look like it's supposed to work, but it works. Trey, like, has to have the Joker. ball in Like, Paul George is probably out of all the players I just named, besides KD, is the one you could put him at any spot on the floor, and it's still going to look nice, regardless. The rest of them, you take the ball out their hands and make them go stand in the corner or, you know, run drag screens or vice versa. Now it's like, all right, yo, go post up. Go hit it. Go work the midi. Hit a little quick two-man move and go dunk on somebody. He got everything. So that's why he. it's about the talent. It's not necessarily about what they've done. And that's what makes the GOAT. For these, for the kids, yeah. This is why this generation is cooked. No offense, poor George. Um, Real quick. Uh, this happened after we recorded last week, but the Pelicans and Stephen A. Smith got beef. So, you know, Stephen A. Smith does first take. So he went on air and went at the Zion Wilson's weight, which he does occasionally because, you know, it is true. This nigga is in the NBA. And we still talking about his weight two, three years later. So the Pelicans said on, on the Twitter was like, yo, fuck it. Stephen A. Highlight. Show this nigga score one point five point a game at 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 Wilson Stadium University, which led to a ten minute response from Stephen A. Smith, and then it comes from the Pelicans uh, social media account like, "Yo, nigga, we not trying to hear all that." <laughs> What's your whole thought about this beef right here? I'm for it because again, at um all these different you know uh, media outlets and media personalities, they can say what they want. And I think now with this free market, it's like, yo, you say your shit? As a sports team, how can I get back? Oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna throw out your stats. And guess what? If we get if it becomes an issue, oh, that was just the interns while in. We'll we'll reprimand them, right? <laughs> I respect that. Can I make a quick side note real quick? Go yo, ahead. Last night I did my first fan duel bet in like two years, bro. And I I put some shit, like I really sat there and thought this shit out. I was like, I right, you know, I don't expect to win, but I thought it was gonna be bad, bro. I lost by an assist and a three-pointer. I don't know how you niggas did it. I, I tried to turn five into 15. Boy, I woke up. I was Don't tight. get hit by that bug. Nah, bro. I set the bread aside. Like I was like, I'm going to just see what it's hitting for. Boy, I'm thinking it's going to be some wild. And I bet, it, I bet on one game. It was just a Laker game. I kid you not, bro. Austin Reeves, I just needed a three. James Harden, I needed just one less assist. I was just saying, like, yo, 
everything else. So, you know, you know my dumb ass. I ran one today, too. I'm going to take a look at it while you're on air to see how it's hitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord I You about hit- to start Posting this shit To your social media Now too Like the mother niggas Nah cause I ain't Win shit yet I'm not gonna lie We in this bitch <laughs> we, we in this bitch bro As long as it precious, nah, it precious I, I know it's bad When I start seeing Shorties post about Their bets too Their parlays I was like Oh this shit has hit A different <laughs> level now Oh I know exactly Why I'm gonna lose too Cause Jalen Brunson Not passing a fucking ball Ah oh, shit I see it though But I'm, I just had to Throw that out there Cause I was like I started sports betting Just to see what the shit's hitting I was like Ooh they knew They could let a nigga Win on his first day Cause I'll tell you what <laughs> Um, but you, you know, um, I'm just gonna put this out here now. One eight hundred gambling. If you have a gambling issue, <laughs> please dial one eight hundred gambling, and you get to perceive of uh, you get the help that you may need. <laughs> Girl, I and prize pick sponsor this shit. Prize pick fan do all them niggas over here. Um, steak, not steak. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, steak is another one. Yo, sponsor this shit, bro. Cut my nigga out. We, let's let's get a code for us. Um, this might not go well. Code. This might be a little too long, but maybe TM, GNW, whatever. Oh, that could, we could get 10 percent off. This nigga Fuck still got us. ten rebounds. Oh yeah, nah. I'm about to be in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real real quick before we get to our song of the week, LeBron James is not human. Nigga's thirty nine and year twenty one. Outscored the Clippers on the fourth quarter. Top two and not to take MJ out the fucking mouth when y'all talk about the greatest of all times. That's the only thing I have to say, Slick, if you don't have anything else. No, I'm fine with it. All right. <laughs> uh, our song of the week. If y'all listen to this on YouTube, please exit and preferably go to the iPodcast app, which you can download on iOS or Android, or you go to our Apple Music playlist or our Spotify Music playlist to listen to our song of the week. What you got this week, brother? Yo, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I have like seven joints. I, even to this moment, I'm just saying, like, yo, damn, which one I want to run with? But I'm gonna run this because oh, I, I heard this shit and I was like, these niggas are geniuses. This is Beyonce with 16 carriages, but it's a special twist. Let's run it. I volume. I volume. 16 carriages driving away That's like the Cuffit Weather remix too I know, remember, I, remember, remember I found that shit Early too I was like Oh this mm-hmm. shit is different So All my other songs of the week Scissors Sorry you gotta wait Till next week sweetheart But uh, my other joint 
it's the time to return to you know, oh shit, I feel bad too, cause they bullied Usher into putting out some fire. I got already got my songs for next week too. But this record I have played probably forty five times since I've heard it. This is Trevor Jackson. He's back, y'all. It's complicated coming soon. This is Trevor Jackson. Heads up. Tonight I'm at my man's house She said tonight can't let you take me down She said tonight I'm at my man's house Give me the heads up next time you in town Hey, no, we gotta be discreet But I ain't seen you in a week I've been missing your physique She might sneaky link on the low She know how to turn me on Feel right, but I know it's wrong I can't help it, girl I need you right now she said tonight I'm at my man's house. house She said tonight can't let you take me down She said tonight I'm at my man's house Give me the heads up next time you in town She said tonight I'm at my man's house I'ma have you going crazy, you know that I will She said tonight I'm at my man's house Give me the heads up next time you in town Yes, sir. The boy Trevor Jackson heads up off. It's complicated. Oh, nah. He he got it, though. <laughs> um, I got to go back to the Kanye West and Ty Dallas Vulture album. I wanted to play this last week, but I didn't want to play two, uh, two songs on this. This is Kanye. Matter of fact, I'm saying his name wrong now. He officially changed his name to Ye. So you got to address him as Ye. This is Ye and Ty Dallas Fuck, son. Fucking on the guns with my niggas drinking cold. I'm tryna fuck some right now. That little hoe she tryna fuck some right now. I'm tryna fuck some right now. That little hoe she tryna fuck some right now. Shot wanna fuck, well, I'm in the hop on side. Shot wanna fuck, well, I'm in the hop on side. Shot wanna fuck, well. I'm in the hop on some. Shot wanna fuck, whoa. I'm in the hop on some. Right? Nah. Shot wanna fuck on me, I told her let's go. Nah. Dressed in all her face, she tryna show. At Miami, Bar Harbor, four at Toe. I'm in the GC, break and shit my pro. Hey, that was Yay and Ty Dolla Sign, Fuck Sign. And this one over here, he finally dropped it. Here's Wolf Ace Joey Cake. They say they give it time, no. But you run into my mind, oh. I keep coming back to you. Know that I can have it, but the only thing that I'm wishing for. Trying to give it time, but you reset to my mind, oh. I keep coming back to you, know that I can't have you, but see, holy, see, okay. Yeah, uh, for sure. I tell her she's sexy, she said, period, perfect. Uh, it don't matter who you fucking, baby, cause I hit it first. Baby, I'ma put it away. I'm just tryna get up under your skirt. Huh, okay, for sure. Uh, let's 
shawty, she got cake Tryna eat me like dessert Shawty got a pretty face I can tell that she a flirt huh. No, I can't give you my heart My ex bitch did me the worst But you can swing my way You can swing my way Tell me what you wanna Tell me what you wanna say We can hop up in that coupe And we can go to outer space Oh, you can stay home with that nigga Who don't take you on no dates It's your way, okay, yeah Tell me what we doing We can get into it Hey, that was Wolf Ace Joey Cake. That shit going crazy right now in New York. But you can find our rest of our song week on our music players, our Spotify music players. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite. Slick, drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toxic Service Announcement. All right. This TSA is sponsored by no one, but you can sponsor this segment by emailing us at thismonagobo at gmail.com. All right. We just us two this week. You know, last week was a little crazy. You know, we had to put we had to put them on probation. <laughs> we we do got some more new guests coming this year, but slick, man. I just bought this shit up. Slick. I, we, 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 talk, we, we had done talked about this topic in many different ways, but this video is going crazy right now. Um, I'm a, it's already, it's on, it's on Twitter right now. I'm going to resend it to you. I got it. I just want you to play this video. Okay, so y'all, story time. So y'all, please tell me if I'm wrong. So today this dude wrote me on Instagram and he was like, can I send you money? Let me send you money for lunch. So I was like, okay. I wrote him back and I was like, send it. So he wrote me and was like, okay, what's your cash app? So I sent him the cash app. Yeah, I just knew I was going to open my cash app and I was going to have at least probably about a hundred ball. You get what I'm saying? Because like this, I eat and that's how much I spend on my food. Yeah, I opened my cash app and this man sent me $30. Yeah, yes, $30. And I'm just like, at first, I'm like, damn, like, am I ungrateful? Like, am I fucked up? Like, the feeling like, like, why the fuck would you send me $30? But then I had to ask people, and they was like, nah, because I'm like, $30 is not even half a tank in my car. Like, what the fuck you thought I was going to go to Chick-fil-A? Like, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what what did you think I was going to eat. It's like, when I go and eat, I eat full course meals. Like, I First of all, don't disrespect Chick-fil-A like that, you have to. <laughs> that's, that's number one. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectful ass. It's like, you didn't come cash. Mind you, this is not a complete stranger, but a total stranger. Do you think it was wild for him to send her $30? He should have sent her a whole buck. I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Slick, what the fuck? This generation is cooked, bro. Since when lunch costs more than $30? What you eating, bitch? <laughs> That's what I wanna ask. You eat? Where, where you eat for lunch? Cause I remember lunch only an hour. <laughs> so you gotta get back to work. Yeah, so lunch, you, what, what, what type of time are you taking? <laughs> oh, but the fact that her thought process was like, "Am I being ungrateful?" Like this nigga don't know you. And even to that point, like the audacity, like yo, we know niggas trick. Like honestly, tricking is a character trait. You gonna trick? She gonna either bite or she not. Let's keep it a stack with that, right? Money is oh, he got money. Who cares? He he only a four or five. Like money, money make the coochie go cuckoo. But you gonna then not only you gonna play my son. Like 
You didn't have to accept it. You thought you was gonna get a come up. He sent you a little thirty spot. You was like, yo, nah. But I'm just what I'm supposed to do with this. Like that's that's corny. Like granted, that's thirty. You up thirty, so you that means your lunch is at a discount. Cool. I think it's just the some people with audacity to think that they just does because they want something or they they think they deserve something. Like if it doesn't happen the way it's supposed to, it's just like, yo, who the fuck do you think you are? Bro, on either side, on either crazy. side, like men or women, it's like, yo, the audacity of people and what they feel like they should have or should be receiving, and when they don't, how they act about it, like that person not to send you nothing. I key, you cute, I give you that, you cute, like yo, but that doesn't mean you should be like, old, like somebody's supposed to take care of you for everything. You feel me? I don't like that. That was trash. And then you know the guy. I we didn't play this vested part of the video, but this guy was like, you know, I'm trying to get to know you more. And she's like, trying to get to know me for what? You already sent me thirty dollars. I'm just like, oh my lord, <laughs> lunch not even crazy. Again, you said lunch be an hour. You're not going to like Wolfgang Pucks or some shit crazy like that. Like catching nothing for lunch. Like legit lunch is like at best you do doing takeout or something like that or like a quick little like taco spot somewhere you could really eat and enjoy your food if you have a job where it allows you to even enjoy your lunch like come on yo shorty shorty said me 30 dollars my nigga that's lunch and dinner (laughs) okay i'm making that shit stretch big facts facts. like yo 30 dollars shit i might cry what you want a tp girl here take that take the Oh, this bitch care about me. <laughs> you just knew I was having a bad day. You thought about me like what? But I think that just goes back to the you know the expectations of this current dating crop. It's like not even the date. Like you probably she had no interest in son. I guarantee you, there wasn't nobody she was interested in. Right? You feel me? It's just, That's a fact. It's like, I he, feel like if she was interested, in, she wouldn't care. She would. I took that thirty dollars and I'm went did say, what she had to do. I'm about to say it was like it was a stranger, somebody she probably feels she never gonna have to really interact with type shit. It's like, all right, I'm gonna take it. I'm like, you can't be taking certain shit and then you're gonna be mad about it later or feel the type of way when somebody say something to you about it. Like that's not how the world works. You can try to create that image of it, but the world does not function that way. And and also it sounds like she has bad I wanna joke around a bit with this. It sounds like this bitch got no type of financial <laughs> literacy oh, yeah, credit, if you're spending a hundred dollars. That's five hundred a week. Her credit is fucked. She said, like, I eat full course meals and shit. It's like it's you lunch. spend a hundred dollars. How much you spending on breakfast and dinner? I'm about to say you don't eat breakfast. Her breakfast is like one of them flat tummy teas or some shit like that. Oh, that's a fact. You feel me? Cause you know you know she's the type of bitch that do intimate fasting because she think that shit gonna lose weight. <laughs> She definitely follow all the IG models. She got a waist trainer on at work. I get it. I understand my mom. Fact, but I'm like, all right, so 100 is too much is is what you casually spend on lunch. So that means you got to spend more than that on dinner and shit like nah, that. Nah, nah, so I'm nah, like, nah. dinner be leftovers, bro. What you talking about? She don't finish that whole thing at her lunch setting. She got to go home. Would you would you know piss me off? Not I'm not going to say this to her cuz I don't know her, but most of these girls they be acting like this, bro. They don't really be spending all that money for themselves. For real, for real. Them girls that be asking for money for men like this don't really be spending money on themselves like that. They just want to have extra bread. They be trying to put that persona like, yeah, I'm 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 buying this, that, and the third I'm eating. Bitch, you not eating none of that shit. <laughs> Yo, it's shit cooked out here, bro. If you have your girl, you know, I know shorties, I know shorties could be a little annoying, you know, they could be a little stressful. They don't really show, you know, 
you know, after a certain while, they stop sucking dick like that. I don't know why. They, not they out, didn't get out, too comfortable. I was say, they, they don't know girls are just out here just forcing. Like, put it in my mouth. What? <laughs> you know me? But if Shorty, if Shorty is able, if you able, if Shorty's able to work with you, bro, just work out that relationship. I'm gonna keep promoting that. Every time I come across like videos like this, if you got your Shorty, she might not be the hundred percent shorty that you want but she hitting 80 percent my nigga don't lose that over these 20 percent holes out here <laughs> fendi it's cooked now it's like i just sent you a lot of video we can't i mean you can play this but ain't really no much audio i just want you to look at it for yourself and see if this is something that you would be willing to participate in <laughs> you want to play it real quick <laughs> what the fuck is this? why she naked what's she doing <laughs> What is this? Is she shaping him up? She's twisting his hair? Yeah, she's doing all that in the bar. So, Slick, you know, haircuts are a very important. Like, your barber, Slick, let's talk about something that's important in the male community. Your barber, your is, barber like, is like... He's like the third or fourth most important person. He might be more important. If you don't go to church, he's more important than your pastor. I don't go to church. So, he's like... Come on he's right now. There. He's right there. Having a good barber is something that you have to foster a good relationship with. Slick, would you mind your barber cut your hair naked with her See, titties you out? Motherfucking contest. You can't just say shit like that. This is the shit that you be tight. This is why I be wilding all sometimes. In the video he sent me, it was a lady naked that was doing a retwist and apparently like probably shaping up a dude. Would I subscribe to that? No, that shit only happens in Atlanta. I'm pretty sure that was Atlanta. If we backtrack, it's going to say at Atlanta. But, nah, that ain't it. I'm cool. I don't. I don't think I've ever had a female besides my mom's cut my head, and then you know how the mom's cut go. You don't. It's not the same cut every week, <laughs> bro. She just. She just shaved every. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. That's why I got beef with my mama. Hold on. Let me talk about my trauma real quick. Cause I remember as a kid, she just used to just. Cut, she didn't even line my shit, gang. Didn't oh, even nah. line my shit, bro. Nah, just yeah. gave me a straight baldy. Yeah, I've been a baldy, but very low, low. low. I'm talking about my nigga. You could still. You can see the scout just. She ain't, put oh, the you guard, good. she ain't put the guard on you, bro. She just said she no. did zero. So you shit low enough. I right, good. You good. You good for love two weeks. I was like, gang. And you light skinned too. You was out there looking like a fucking raisin. And Boy, shit. with no facial hair, my nigga. I was looking like a dumb. <laughs> she had you. Nah, up. I got beef for her. Yo, mom, you hearing this? You got square up. <laughs> she had you outside like a fucking raisin. That that's fucking crazy, bro. Nah, my mom's least. She gave me the line. My my front was straight, but it was the side part. I was like, when I found out her barbers did the side with the little zoop zoop, I was like, oh nah, nah. never. Again. Never. And then my uncle tried to cut my hair. Now he would give me the lineup, but he would not give me no side, bro. So my shit would just be like one big ass. Oh, you had a box on your head. You had a box on your head. That's crazy. Yo, so this is the struggles of growing up in the Haitian household. Niggas do not care about spending money on. It wasn't until high school when I had to plea and beg. I had to plea and beg to, like, and then the thing about it was so embarrassing, my nigga. I couldn't. I didn't even know what to even say in the barbershop. Okay, this is one quick story time. I, I I think it was my eighth grade graduation. I had. I was like, I finally got money from my pops to go get it. And I was supposed. To, she, she told me get a haircut, but I never never went to the barber before. And there's a barber near the way, so I just went in there and be like, yo, can you just do this? But mind you, this is a it signified a lined up. <laughs> so I already got a shape up with no haircut. So my hair look a while. And then my mom's my mom heard that. She's like, you know, I'm coming home and I'm gonna cut your shit myself and I'm gonna do it the way I wanna do it. Yo, I called my older sis and I begged her, please, you gave me some type of money and take me to the barber and have them cut my hair. 
that was a, almost a traumatic. I was about to be at my eighth grade graduation, bald scarred for life, bald. <laughs> bald with a with a with a piece of lineup. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Everybody remember that first real haircut though. I was like, that shit. That's the um, yeah. I shit. You go to the hood too. Be like, this shit dirty as a motherfucker. But them niggas had you laced. No. I was like, I ain't know I was this fine. Shit, she ain't gonna play me no more when I get the first period on Monday. Bet that. Yeah, the, the barber, the barber shop was connected to the auto shop, bro. <laughs> that was my first barber shop. Shout out to my boy Nev because actually, um, I I still go to my boy Nev. So shout out to my Nev. Yeah, I've I, I've I've had four barbers since I've been in high school, and it's like they all was elite. But it was like shit, bro. You gotta keep your shit tight. Even now, it's like I, if, if times is tough, I'm, I'm gonna push that th- that three and a half weeks. But if you got best foot, if it's that light bill, that shape up. Sometimes that shape up got to come. I need to, I need to. It's gonna get me out the crib. I'm gonna make this money. Make these, make these pieces hit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also too, not about haircuts, but it's like I didn't know bitches was fucking you when they did the retwist. Nick, I would have been grew out my hair. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that definitely was cold. I never got. Yeah, I don't think I ever had. That. You know, because I had my, I had, I had like a sister, my sister friend. You know, we I grew up with her, so I never saw her that way. So she always used to do my hair, but I never knew because I started seeing this shit on social media. Like, yeah, um, if you if you need a retwist, and they'd be like, oh yeah, how what do I have to pay? And then and then they do that little joke shit with you know the girl sit on your lap. I'm like, oh these bitches, I should have, I should have started fucking with bitches, but my hair was out before I cut my shit, gang. I, I, yeah, I fucked up a lot. Yo, if I could turn back the time, gang, <laughs> I'll be living out like, here. Yo, this, was, this is what they was out here forcing fellatio. Like shit, I, they they lied. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so when they prepared to read, Nick, I would had a, I would have had locks right now. <laughs> I would have had locks right now <laughs> if my new bitches was fucking off of this shit, man. Bro. That's the form of payment. Fuck. You just wanted some dick. I got enough of that. Because <laughs> because doing your hair like get your, get your hair braided. At one point, I was having my hair braided. That shit is expensive, bro. You can spend hundreds of dollars getting your shit braided. Because I talked to Big Money V, and she was getting the poetic justice braids, and she that shit was like eight to ten hours, and that shit cost a couple hundred. I was like, you, yo, shorty, this way your natural hair, because like I, that shit. I, no, I'm go. not funding that. No, no, no. But, <laughs> but naked barber, nah, bad bitch. Nope. I, don't, I need to see your work. What's your line? Is your hand steady? That I don't give a fuck how fine you is. You ain't gonna have me out here looking like boo boo the fool. You gonna shape this motherfucker up? I don't know, man. Like you know, my nigga smoking weed while seeing some titties. I don't know. I don't. Mind. I, don't nah, I, I think that's nah. a vibe, gang. Yo, yo, I got a story. I got a story. I got a story during the pandemic. Oh lord, don't get wait. Don't get yourself in trouble, gang. <laughs> don't nah, get yourself nah, in trouble. You know, after a couple months, you just looking like, oh my shit rough. So I bought clippers, and I was like, hi, I got cut my shit. She's like, I can do it. Shit, I looked at her. I was like, "You fine, babe? I don't trust you to cut my." Oh no, nah, I can't. You don't trust me to cut my. I do Oh, she so, manipulated you. Know. She oh, gaslighted yeah, you. She got the fuck out, me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> I gave her the clippers, bro. She 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 did. I at first she said, "You want you want the fade?" I was like, <laughs> I was like, nah. You let her fade your shit get. <laughs> no, she, she, she gaslit the fuck out of me, bro. I didn't know what to say. I was like, I. Oh, yeah, now nah, you gotta marry her, gang. <laughs> That fucking ball, How bad was it? That fucking ball spot on the right side of my head. Oh, it's tight. <laughs> I was looking tight. I was like, why would you do this? Oh, no. She gave you a ball this game? On, a, on the right side of my head, boy. I was hurt. I wouldn't be crying, so I'm crying now just thinking about it. <laughs> Yo, luckily, shit was in a pandemic, Yo, bro, bro, so nobody got to see it. I, I will have, like, the next three weeks, I didn't care. It's like, nah, we ain't never going to do this again. 
<laughs> Did she notice that she fucked up? Yo, that's the worst part. She tried to look me off like that shit was there before. I like no the fuck it wasn't. <laughs> oh no, nah, accountability. Nah, you gotta take accountability. You Zeke my shit, you gotta take accountability, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm crying. I'm about to stone go somehow. I was about to go to jail the pandemic. I was like, um, yo. Yo. <laughs> oh no. Did you take a picture of it? Tell me you got a picture of it. Nah, <laughs> Damn, come I, on. You know what's crazy, too? The next day was what? like Juneteenth or something, so I had to go outside, boy. <laughs> you went outside with your shit, oh, my That's why my hat game was elite. I had the buckets. I had the snapbacks, boy. You see how crowded. I would have been there with a whole shiesty, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, now that I think about it, yeah, I'm definitely not going to no naked barber. Fuck that. Sorry, I'm going right to the hood. Go ahead, G. Do what you do. Hour? I'm here. Oh man, shout out to that. Um Slick, have you been watching Love is Blind? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the shows that we watch together. She put me on. I'm I'm a, I'm just gonna be fully transparent. I'm terrible at watching these shows. I watch like the first two episodes, then I'll disappear. I'll go play the game, I'll go take a nap, I'll go do whatever. I come back later, yo, what happened? Oh, they still here? What happens to someone? And I, I'm in it. So I watch the beginning, I watch and I don't give a fuck about the middle. You're better than I am, because I've been only watching this shit on TikTok. I ain't gonna lie, TikTok. Y'all fucking drug. Y'all know what the fuck y'all do. Y'all be doing part shits to movies and shit and have me stay for hours. But slick, I sent you early I sent you something. Two two items above the naked barber shit. I mean two two items before the the, the um the shit before the thirty dollar lunch shit. This girl Chelsea who said she looked like Megan Fox. I ain't gonna lie. She was lying. She was oh dear boy. Oh she was lying. She like Adele. She like Adele and Natalie none of the I had to do the Tony Gayo. Yo, boy, <laughs> the nah. 20-year-old, come on she says look like off the rip but so apparently joey they've been hating joey the whole season i don't know what joey did to shorty i'll be mean, jimmy i don't know what jimmy did to shorties um this whole entire season but this i, I swear this is where niggas switch teams oh, nah, jimmy don't like, play this clip jimmy don't like her bro we can talk about that in a second <laughs> birthday you didn't ask me to go with you you did not I knew damn well you did not want to go with me, one. And I did ask you. You didn't. Though. I did ask you. I was like, you can go with me. You were already bundled up. You did not have any desire to go with me. And I don't blame you. I was gone for an hour. I went and had one drink. You, you it was were more gone of a, a very short time, so I will give you that. But I, it was more of driving. Girls in the pods said, hey, you man's is out. Where are you? That was more embarrassing. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I didn't see anybody. I didn't talk to anybody last I know, but they saw you. So. Who's they? Mackenzie. Good fucking question. I think it's a I mistake. Know we'll like. She knows what you look like. This poor so. man. But I didn't, I wasn't out hanging out with other girls. For I think all the girls are like, why is he out and you're not with him? I'm like, man, girl, your, your girl wants to go to bed. Exactly. Why are you hammering me on that? Because like, well, I don't want to be with someone who wants to go out and party. Oh my God. I, yo, I, I see why girls be watching this shit. This shit had me in my. Sh- this shit had me looking at the screen, yelling, bro, because it was like. And we're not gonna play the other parts. Just go watch that episode because she gets gaslighted the fuck out of him to the point where she almost fucked up the whole entire relationship. What's your thoughts on clingy partner? We could talk about this situation between those parts, but what's your thoughts on clingy partners? Clingy? I don't think I. Have I had clingy? I think that clinginess come is come from insecurity because I think that you don't see it as clingy when you like 
I'm not OD super affectionate, touchy type, but if I'm really feeling you, I want to be around you. You feel me? But clingy comes from like insecure or it's like a lack of trust. Like, oh, I just want I got to like, like that. That was given like, yo, he went out for an hour and I was supposed to be there. Like, why are people coming to me? Like, nigga, I told you where I was, who I was with. Like, they saw me. <laughs> I don't even know who saw me, but they saw me. But to contest to that argument, he he works from home, and he's been he's they've been together literally Since they got for like back. three weeks together. This is his first time he went out. He only went an uh, hour and a couple of minutes. He said like majority of the time was him driving there and driving back. And it's kind of like shorty. I only went away for an hour and like and a half hour and a half. I can't go an hour and a half. And then she's talking about, oh, I don't want to go to someone who goes out and parties. And I'm like, this nigga wasn't partying and drinking. Man, this nigga seemed like he came in at like four in the morning, drunken and wilding out. Nah, bro. I can't do clingy, bro. I can't. It is, but it's different levels to cling because sometimes cling is a matter of like you not seeing your partner's feelings. But again, to my earlier point, sometimes cling is like I I'm insecure about something. I don't know how to communicate, so I'm just make so I'm gonna make you the problem instead of me dealing with my shit. Mm, I think that I that's, think that's the case for her. Yeah, because if you watch it, like even the the point about like the Megan like. The running joke in my house is that Jimmy don't really. He was not. He not as attracted to her as he was. What he what he thought what he thought she was. The the girl he turned he down. Said she like, said she looked like Megan. You set boss. You set the bar up. You set the bar too high. <laughs> who you look like? Nobody. I look like me. <laughs> <laughs> you I, I look just like who I I say I am. But nah, he he was like that that portion of it. Like he's like all right, cool. I, I don't got the. The baddest, but I also think that leads to her insecurity because she's she's not an ugly girl, she's not a bad looking no. girl, but she's also not the baddest. The girl that he turned down, that she 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 was she was tight fire, tight <clears throat> fire, yeah, fire. fire. But to that same point is like, all right, I already know that there was some heat that you turned down, and I'm not necessarily feeling the best about myself. She doesn't know how to communicate with him that yo, I need a little bit more. Like I'm especially, and you think about what this experiment is. If you're unfamiliar, love is blind is where people blind date to marry. So you pick a partner, you bob, you go on some some speed dating by yourself for a couple of days, and if you find a connection, you agree to not only leave the pods with this person, but potentially marry. Y'all then y'all go on a little vacation for a couple so a couple weeks of that, and then you come back to your real town, your real life, and you got to live together and decide if y'all really want to get married, right? So, the best way to describe it, one of the dudes that was on it last season, Marshall says like, yo, like. You got basically like three weeks to a like two to two weeks to a month with one person exclusively with no cell phones like no you're not working like it's a hundred percent y'all all the time, and then you go back to real life and that's where it's like oh shit you got a job I got a job oh you got friends I got friends you got family I got family you got obligations I got obligations how does it work when you reintegrate that so it's kind of like dating backwards if you really think about it yeah. it's backwards like you begin with the end in mind type shit but it's like it's crazy. Cause it's like, oh shit, I do fuck with you when we on an island somewhere in bikinis and bathing suits, drinking all day and fucking. That's great, but then nigga, I gotta go to work and I gotta go pay these bills and I gotta, you know, I'm in the rec league and I'm in this that. And I, got, I got to see my mama. <laughs> yeah, like shit happens. Like, yo, damn, where do I fit? How does your parent feel about this? Really, your kid going? I thought you were gonna send me the clip about that nigga Kenneth. Boy, that nigga Kenneth is a foul nigga, bro. Yo, I was gonna talk about Trevor having an outside girlfriend throughout the whole entire show. Well, that, that's easy because <laughs> everybody knows what these shows is about. So it's literally like, yo, this is a a, a clout. clout. Yeah, it's clout. Like, but Kenneth, that 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 gay boy man, 
<laughs> Something was wrong with him as soon as he came on the show. I was like, this nigga. Wait, who, who's who's that? Who's that black woman that got that body? Ad, AD. her name is. That look like two bowling balls. Her, her nigga a little weird Sunday. too. She she about to get her feelings hurt too, cause that's cause her nigga the whole time. I don't know if I could be with just one woman. My daddy never did it. He was cheating on my mama. I never told my mama like nigga, you on TV. Oh, you just Lord. told the world, stupid. <laughs> But I just saw the whole argument, and feel free, if listeners, to go watch the argument because that was just a small. That was just the beginning of it. Oh yeah, she be tripping. What really fucked? Yeah, what really fucked me up was when they went back in the room, and she kept saying, "I just don't want to be with some." I hate when you have an argument with the person, and they keep putting out those type of energy, like, "Oh, I don't want to be with a person." Like, I'm like, "I didn't cool. Don't be with me." Like, that's the I'm, I'm one of those type of niggas. That's a nigga. Don't you, do that. That's a nigga go, when they get mad, it's like, "Fuck it, I don't care what we why we doing this." My, I don't do well with ultimatums. I, I I'm, I'm gonna go the opposite of what you want me to do in the ultimatums. Just off of, it could be pride, it could be ego, whatnot. I'm just like, you don't force me into doing something that I didn't comply to. Now, if I comply and I agree with you, then yeah, sure. We could do this, but don't force me into this direction if I wasn't heading in this direction. But Shorty was just showing her insecurity and showing like past trauma. And it's like, yo, like if I go away for an hour, and I know some people who are clearly like this, if I go away from you for an hour after just spending how long with you, and that's a problem, I don't know if I could do it. Like I love, I love, I'm an affectionate type of person. I love affection. I love a girl who is affectionate. I love the whole touchy touchy stuff. I don't really like doing the PDA shit outside because I don't really like that. But behind closed doors, you feel me? Am I your baby? Yeah, you feel me? All that good shit. I love that. I love that shit. But I don't. Well, apparently, you know, homegirls been saying it's my sign. I ain't gonna lie, bro. We gotta have to do a lot, a lot of segment on sign because this shit. I, I can't talk to women no more. They be putting signs into every little shit, bro. My coworkers <laughs> outside, everything is sign, 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 sign. I'm like, nigga, get out the damn astrology books. But apparently, it's my sign. That's what they're saying. Like, I need some, I need some time to myself. I, I'm a type of partner. Like, I don't mind spending time with you, but it's gonna be. I need me time. I don't know if that's you, Slick, but I need me time. I need to recharge, recharge my social battery. I need to be able to, like, I'm one of those type of guys, if I'm with you, spending time with you is just you being around me. I could be in the kitchen and you in the living room. I appreciate that. But I need some time for myself. I respect that. Yeah, I'm definitely, I do need time. I'm cool with, like, just being in the same room. Like, I'll be like, all right, cool. But it's like, sometimes I do need my space as the only child. So I'll be like, all right, you do your thing. I do my thing. But I'm over here. I'm with you, babe. You see me. Yeah. Facts. Well, we gonna, since we both like Love is Blind, we gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay tuned. I'm going to stay tuned for more shit. And we're going to make, make a series of this. But let's get to our Choose One to close out this episode. All right. This week's Choose One slick. It's something not too bad. It's a, it's a, I, I want to hear your opinion on this. Would you rather lose all past memories or unable to retain your future memories? Choose one. Mm, that's tough. That's actually a good one. Because if I lose my past memories, I'm going to forget people. That yeah, but you, able, but you are able to build new memories. So you're basically like a newborn. So you lose all your past memories, but you could um, create new memories. Mm. But... It, but unable to retain your future memories, you can't create new memories, but you retain all the past ones. 
I think so. You remember I, everything. You remember everything we did in college, but right now you don't remember. You just recorded this episode with me. I think I am going to lose all my past memories. I oh, damn! We gonna delete a nigga? You just gonna delete niggas now, bro? Yeah, what happened to the two man missions? What happened to us at the CC ballroom at the GW at the Armory? Us getting, you know, us, you know, at Dutch Towers. They niggas was wild. You gonna forget about all that game? I think that I would do that because I think that the future is still very bright, and I think to not be able to remember what's happening in the future would stunt you. I think you'd be stuck where you were, so you would kind of wake up no matter what you've just done. Which probably be a great ass TV show. No matter what you just done, you work up trying to pick up the pieces, and every time you put the pieces up, you gonna forget it anyway. You feel me? And I think we, and I think that the past has happened and it's put you in a position. So I think if I don't remember what happens, but I remember how I feel and like my my purpose here and everything, I'm building new memories. It's a good way to kind of like move forward. And who knows? Maybe even past traumas you kind of like release and let go, so you can kind of move differently in this new space and kind of figure out what, like, uh, what the world is. I can't say you acquire new trauma that you probably wouldn't if you had your past memories. That's true. You already learned those you already learned the lessons. So you might fuck around and go through those lessons that you already learned already. That's fair. You I might mean, have got a bop in the past and get a bop in the future. Shit. You ain't never told no lie. In the future though, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a parent. I'm gonna be all these different things and I feel like you wanna cherish those new memories and I feel like if that is at the expense of your old ones, you kinda gotta let those run. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell my kid I don't know who you are. <laughs> oh, then that nigga's gonna treat that. I go like if I was your kid, I would I would be like, all right, cool. You 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 working a good job, so I'm gonna need you just to pay me a hundred dollars a week. <laughs> they gonna be like, fuck you, daddy, but run up that checkbook. You don't know. You know I don't know. I don't know. I I just love my past memories so much because it defines who I was, and I just like. From time to time, I like looking at the past memories, but I do look forward to the future. I do look forward to this shit hard because mm-hmm. there are moments in my life that, like, I, just even just my probate, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to lose that. Just that experience of just going through that. But then again, if I can't, but being in my thirties now and having money to do what the fuck I want and purchase what I want. And going to all these places, and I'm to ah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to jump on your wave and lose all my past memories because, yeah, it's the past, and then you do have a emotional connection of it. But I could create new ones and make new memories to look back on. And I'm 99 percent sure it's because you don't remember it. Don't mean it don't happen. It's gonna be footage. It's gonna be books. Like it's gonna be shit that niggas could fill in the gaps a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm I'm, all, I'm gonna go with the lose all past memories. All right. Let us know which one you pick. I think this was a good one. Um, but once again, please download a live podcast app on iOS or Android, and please follow us on all social media. And this might not go well. And if you're any branding deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. Check the Patreon because I'm releasing on the corner episode, so go please subscribe to that. Slick should be dropping something soon if he has the time. I highly doubt it. You have to wait until the summertime for him. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> Um, it's the voice of outside B Breezy, aka Poppy Size Zone. And it's your boy Slick Damone Jr. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Just take the beats.
try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one.